You're listening to a Fit Plus Love production. You're proud of yourself at the end. And business is also that. There's days, you know, even if I, I, I love what I'm doing, but there's days that are harder than others. And those days I really have to kick myself and be like, okay, you're going to do it. You can't just stay on your couch and do nothing because that's also a trouble when you're an entrepreneur and you work for yourself. There's easy time where sometimes you're just like, ah, I'm not going to do it today because nobody is forcing. I mean, you have to force yourself. Yeah, you have to force yourself and get out there and, and do it and and, and make yourself rules and, and take time. And at the end of the day, you're like, okay, I've achieved everything I had to do on this list. Or maybe not, but that's okay. I have tomorrow. And that's how I go with running. It's like, okay, get it, do it. And you'll be done and be happy. That was Chloe Morteau. This is Marnie Salop. Thanks for tuning into my podcast, Marnie on the Move. Each week, I will be inviting interesting, innovative movers and shakers to join me on the show and share their story. You will discover and hear from thought leaders, experts, influencers, and entrepreneurs from the worlds of wellness, sports, beauty, fitness, fashion, and more. Marnie on the Move will feature an eclectic mix of people I know, work with, and think are generally doing cool things. On each episode, I sync up with my guests about life, career, and training, and showcase their expertise and story. Thanks for tuning in to the Marnie on the Move podcast. I'm your host, Marnie Salop. Before we get started, I wanted to thank our sponsor, Mad Ritual CBD. You know, my favorite CBD balm. They're offering Marnie on the Move listeners 15% off with our code Marnie on the Move on their website, madritual.com. Also, today's guest is offering a shop code for some terrific beauty products. Mademoiselleprovence.com. Use MOTM for 20% off when you shop. Now, on to our guest. Chloe Morteau is the co-founder of Mademoiselle Provence, a line of natural personal care and beauty products that will transport you to the very heart of Provence. Born in the south of France and former Miss France in 2009, Chloe certainly knows a thing or two about beauty. It should come as no surprise that after years of modeling and PR, she turned her creative talents toward entrepreneurship and building her own beauty company. Inspired by her French upbringing and lifestyle, Chloe combined heritage, naturalness, and affordability into one simplistic brand, Mademoiselle Chloe. On today's episode, I think up with Chloe about the inspiration behind her company, challenges and lessons she experienced on her journey, and the workouts and wellness routines that fuel her for success. I hope you enjoy this fun and inspiring conversation. If you like what you hear, leave us a review on Apple. It's easy. Head over to the app for podcasts on your phone or listening device. Scroll through to the bottom of the 100 plus episodes. Click on write a review, click on five stars, and tell us what you love about the podcast. You can also visit our website, MarnieOnTheMove.com, and follow Marnie on the Move on Instagram and Facebook at Marnie on the Move. Now, on to the episode. But before we get started, a word about Mad Ritual. 
Today's episode is fueled by Mad Ritual CBD. Mad Ritual CBD has changed my recovery game in a really big way. Get ready to recover like a rebel with these awesome, high quality CBD infused products. Their CBD balm is off the charts amazing. And I'm not the only one that thinks so. Mad Ritual has 100 plus five star reviews. The balms have five simple organic ingredients coconut oil, shea butter, olive oil, plant wax, CBD, and different blends of essential oils. Personally, I prefer the eucalyptus and peppermint. They also offer a terrific CBD-infused total recovery supplement. Not just for athletes, the products are formulated to ease all of the aches and pains that come along with being an active human. So, if you are sore from life, Mad Ritual gets it. Founded by women athletes and active entrepreneurs, they are committed to helping active folks bring more balance to their lives. Mad Ritual is offering Marnie on the Move listeners 15% off. Head over to their website, madritual.com, and use the code Marnie on the Move. Now, on to the episode. It is so nice to meet you. Thank you so much for being on the podcast. Yes, no, I'm super excited. It's it's an honor. Tell me about your line of products and Mademoiselle Provence. Yes, so Mademoiselle Provence is basically some French natural personal care. So we, because I say we because I'm not all by myself, my associate, uh, we both created the brand together. We created a brand based on my story and my experience. I'm a former Miss France. I grew up in the south of France. I came and moved to the U.S. I want to say now it's been 10 years, and I became a mom in the U.S., um, and, I, and I had family there, and they would always ask me as a former you know, beauty queen, French beauty queen, my, right. my French beauty secrets. So that was something that was really coming back to me a lot. And then when I became a mom, I really also started looking into all the ingredients, products, you know, what's inside the, this product, is it safe for my son to, to use, can, can I use this? And then we, we realized, okay, French beauty is just something that everybody talks about. It's Those two words the, together the, are synonymous. Yeah. So, yeah. It's it's everywhere. Uh, people keep talking about the French, you know, the je ne sais quoi, the French beauty secrets. And we were like, well, okay, but, you know, French beauty is world worldwide known. It means quality. And so we wanted really to put all of that together into one brand. So we said, okay, let's, let's create a brand that would be made in France, 100% made in France. Like, let's create a brand that's natural. So like that, it'd be safe for us to use on our, on our families, on, with you know, our friends, and something affordable because both of us, my associate and I, come from modest family. And so we really wanted to make sure that this French natural beauty would be affordable and accessible to all. So that's really how we created the brand. So we started thinking about that in 2016, took us two years, like hundreds of samples all over, and 2018 we launched Mademoiselle Provence. Where are your products made? Are they made in Provence? Yes, yes, they're actually, they're made, uh, it's made in Provence, so it's made next to Aix-en-Provence, it's Mm -hmm. like 20 minutes away, Uh, so it's like a small village, and so it's made there. Um, we've got the main ingredients are also from the region of Provence, and we've tried to really keep it very local as much as possible. And when you started, how many products were there? And then now, how many products are there? So uh, we started with 10 products, 
that was in 2018 when we first launched. Now we have 12 products and we'll have 14 products uh, by the end of the year. And what are some of the so products? So we're, we're getting slowly, but slowly we're building. going slowly, but to, yeah, but it, it takes a lot of time. We really want to make sure, you know, we get pretty thing, good things, something that nice formulas, nice scent. So we take a lot of time to develop and create everything. Tell me a little bit about the scents and the formulas, because I know, you know, Aix-en-Provence is one of the most amazing regions in the south of France, and they are known yes. for their lavender and also some, you know, some of their other scents. Yes. Um, so, yeah, yeah so Pro- Provence, when you think about Provence, you think about a lifestyle. It's a sensorial experience. I mean, and scent is really a big part of it. We actually took one of our collection and is Rose and Pioneer collection, Grasse, it's a village in the south of France, is actually the capital city of a perfume. And we did all of our perfumes with perfumers from Grasse. So that was very important from, uh, for us. We really wanted something that, you know, that would smell good, that would be refreshing, but not overpowering. So it was very important for us. So we, we did four different collections. We did something very floral, something very feminine with our rose and peony, something more fresh and revitalizing with our verbena and lemon. Then we wanted something that you would just feel comfortable, that would make you feel good. So that was our almond and orange blossom. And of course, we went to the essential of Provence, you know, the relaxing part of Provence with the lavender and the angelica. That's amazing. What are some of the products that you have? So we, we are mostly, we're, we're bath and body. So personal care that you'll use every day. So the essentials, I mean, everybody goes into the shower, wash themselves, and then usually they put some moisturizer on their skin. So that's where we come in. And the hand creams, I mean, with the winter, you need that for your cracked hands. So definitely products, everyday products. Did you grow up in Aix-en-Provence or I know you grew up in France, but like, did you grow up nearby or was it somewhere that so you... I, I, yeah, I grew up in the south of France. Okay. Uh, so if you know, if you know France, I, I grew do. Up in... I lived in Aix-en-Provence for a summer, ah, so I loved okay. it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so you grew up nearby. Where did you grow so up? I, I grew up in, um, in Occitanie, uh, so next to Toulouse. Uh-huh. And I did all my vacation in Avignon, so the, in Provence and a lot also in Saint-Tropez. It was just a place for me where I, you know, I'd be there every summer. And if so, you've been there. Yeah. But for the people who, who don't know about Provence, it's just, it's a place where, of course, it's south of France. So it's a sunny place. It's a place where you take time to live, to, you, it, it's, it, you feel good. Everything is just a slow pace. Mm-hmm. You wake up in the morning, you go to your garden, then you go to your market, you get your food, then you cook it at lunch, you do two-hour lunch, then, you know, you'll take a little nap under under the trees. I mean, that's that's how you can pretty much picture Provence. It's just a very slow and natural pace. It feels so good there. I know. It, remi- it kind of reminds me of... There's nowhere nearly as beautiful, I have to say, but the North Fork of Long Island is kind of like farmland, as opposed to if you're comparing like Aix-en-Provence to Saint-Tropez, right? You're like the Hamptons to the North Fork. How did you end up getting into modeling? It's actually interesting because I grew up in a very small village in the south of France. I think we had maybe 100 people there. I think there was more cows than there were people at that point even, and I mean, coming from a mixed family, I was, we were pretty much the only mixed family in that, in that small village. Um, modeling was never a picture. I mean, I didn't know anything about that. I didn't know anything about like what you could really do. 
my mom would always tell me, you know, you have to study because only your study will bring you somewhere. So I was studying, studying, and every year, actually, I would watch on TV the, the national pageant. We have Miss France. Miss France, it's huge. It's the number one TV show. It brings 10 million people every every year on TV to just watch that. And I would watch those girls and be like, oh, my gosh, you know, they've got such such amazing. They're doing a lot of things. Okay. And and one day, I just I signed up, and, and I had never done pageant or anything like that before. I won, well, I went through the pre-selection, got through, went to the selection, got through, and ended up on national TV with like 30 other girls, and we were competing to be for Miss France. So in 2008, the December 2008, I won Miss France, and from then on, my life changed. So the modeling actually came after Miss France for Got one it. year for during Miss France. I just did things like I traveled all over the world. I traveled all over France. I met so many different people. I did like TV shows, radios, red carpets. I, I, I did everything. I discovered, you know, like a very fancy life, which I didn't have at all. I was coming from, you know, a little small village, modest family. And I was like, whoa, okay, you could actually have this life that actually, this is real. Like, I, I want to keep that. How do I keep that? And when Miss Friends stopped a year after, I looked out, I was like, okay, what can I do now? And I, I'm lucky enough, you know, I'm tall, skinny. So I was, people were like, well, should try modeling. And I was like, damn, yeah, I'll, I'll do that. So I did some modeling in Paris and... A year after, I actually came to New York and started modeling in New York. Do you, did you like it? Was it how long did you were you modeling for? So uh, modeling is interesting. Yes. Let's just say it like that. Um, at least in my time, uh, it's different. It, yeah, now it, yeah. It, it's different now because of all the social media, the mm-hmm. empowerment, and everything. That, but ten years ago, it was still not like that. Ten not years ago, all. you still had that those criteria of like you had to fit a certain category. You had to be. I was skinny. I mean, we're talking. I was. I'm five eleven. Right. That didn't change. At that point, I think I was a hundred and thirty two pounds. So I was okay. a size zero to two. And I do remember some people telling me, "Oh, you're you're a little big." Like, and I was <laughs> wow. like, "Man," wow. I was like, "Ah," and and you know, I, I was nineteen, nineteen, twenty right, years so. old at that time, and. It just, it didn't feel good. Uh, I went and I went into a place where I want, one point I would use laxative to try to, you know, like to lose some weight or I would eat. I went to one point where I would eat one apple a day, drink water. And I was like, okay, I need, I need to lose weight. I need to lose weight. Fashion week is coming. I need to lose weight. Mm-hmm. And, and they were just treating, not just me, but they were treating all the models like, nothing right pretty much like, like they, you weren't they, even like a take, human being yeah exactly yeah. you take so much time getting there preparing you you're waiting for an hour to 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 be in front of those people that will maybe take you or not you present your book because it was a book at the time i don't know what it is now but it was a book they look at you they'd be like walk yeah okay bye and and you're like okay i'm more than just like that girl can we you want to stay, you want to say who you are, you know, right. why you're here. Like you want to talk, you want to be heard, you want to be listened. And I was just like, that's not me. I'm not, that's not my thing. And after like, I did three years and after three years, I was like, ah, this is, this is not worth it. It's not worth it. I don't, 
I don't feel good. I, I don't like people like judging me on just like, oh, yeah, I don't like your nose. Oh, you're too big. Oh, you're too black. Oh, I don't like your hair. And I'm like, okay, you know what? Oh, I'm, I'm this is who I am. So, sorry. Yeah. But you're the one who called me. So somewhere you did like me. Why are you telling me? I was like, no, no, no. That's not how, how you treat people. And not that they were all rude. Some were really nice, right? Right. But, there are, I remember working, like I remember when I was a stylist before I started my career in marketing and PR and there were a lot of great people and a lot of horrible people. And I, oh, yes. I felt like, but you didn't even know, like that was the way people were. And it was, it's such a different world. Like now when I meet people that are models, they're influencers, they have their yes, own companies, exactly. like it's totally different, but you know, it's, it's a different, so different time. now. Yeah. So different. And it's great. It's great to see that. How did you transition out of it? Well, got pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. So, the great transition. Uh, it was just the time I was like, okay, you know, uh, I got pregnant and I was like, well, I guess this is it for me. Okay, bye modeling. Uh, and then I had my son. I, I stopped and I took care of him for for like a year. And after that, I was like, okay, you know, I, I love I love everything like that. But there's there was a little piece of me of was I've been working my whole life, and I was just like, I want to work again. I want you know, I want my son also to to see me. You know, I'm a working mom, and be like, yeah. Okay, mommy can can be with me, but she she can also work, and that's good. And so I went back to work. I did a, a internship in the PR company in the U.S. because I had basically to learn everything back. Now that I was living in the U.S., I had to like redo kind of my whole education here. And from the PR, then I was in I was at, I I was hired for another uh, PR position in the in the company. And from the PR position. That's when I started thinking, oh, what if I created my own thing like that? I'm in charge. Right. There you go. <laughs> and then you launched Mademoiselle Provence. Yes. yes. And how did you meet your business partner? I met my business partner through another person because we, I was looking you know, for someone to help me because, I mean, okay, I come from, we can say that the beauty Yes. industry but I was more on the other side I was like in front of the camera so you know and I, I knew how to do the runways I knew what people were using on the skin but I didn't really know how to get everything started from the beginning uh, I was like how how do you create a company how do you start a product how do you do a business plan how do how do you do all that I mean remember I was 19 years old when I won Miss France did not finish my studies then went for modeling then went to a mom that so I was never I've never took the time to actually sit down in a class and learn about all the business aspect of, of things. I feel like a lot and of people so, don't, don't you don't learn the business from taking classes a lot of the time, though. I think you really have, I think you learn from doing. So I think, you know, either way, they're both great. But um, yeah, yeah. But I, I, at that moment, I, I needed a structure, though, a yes. structure that I didn't, that didn't have. I, I, had the ideas, but how do you put them in place? How do you actually put everything on paper? How do you reach out? You know, how do you start a business? Which was really pretty much me. I was like, okay, how do I start? And so I was introduced to Hélène, which Hélène, she, 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 was, she worked for big companies. She worked for L'Oréal. So she knew how to start a business. She was working in that beauty industry. And so her, everything, her experience, just we, we were completing each other and, like that, we were just making one. I knew the other part that had my PR experience. I had uh, all that 
we, we with the influencer now, but all that experience that I had, that beauty experience, and she had all the marketing experience and all the the that said business approach. And so that's how we launched Mademoiselle Provence. And it's really important to have a person that just completes you. That's so yes, important. That's I, what I realized in business. I 100% agree. And knowing like what you are good at. And then it sounds like, I mean, it sounds like you're a natural CEO, to be honest, because you knew how to find the person and the partner that you needed to bring your vision to life. And I think that that is like one of the most important things in business, right? That you know how to surround yes. yourself with people that know how to do the things you don't know how to do to build exactly. what it is you're and, looking and it, to build. And it's okay. You, you don't have to know everything to start a business. You just have to make sure you know the, the right people around you that can help you fulfill all of those gaps that you don't have. And that's how you move on, you move forward. And, you know, create, it's, it's hard also. Creating a business by yourself is something very scary. The other thing great with having a, a partner, an associate, is that it takes a little bit of that that scary part away and puts her puts it also on her shoulders. So you're not you know you're not fully scared. There's not two of you now that yeah. are scared, but at, <laughs> at least you can help you, yes. each other out, out when you need it. You know when you're down and you're like, oh, this is never gonna work. Why are we doing this? And she's like, Hey, Chloe, remember this is great. We're doing great. And I'm like, Okay, okay, okay. And then sometimes she's like, Oh, and I'm like, Don't worry, we got this. So it's. It feels good not to be alone. That sounds like a great positive lesson that you've learned from business. Like what are some of the challenges that you've seen along the way that you you would in retrospect that you would look back and say, okay, like I would do it this way or everything. I everything. mean, everything changes. It's you start with great ideas with the, that business plan and you have those, oh, okay, we're going to do it like this, 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 and it's going to go like this way, this way, this way, and then we'll have this. Well, guess what? It's not going to go this way or this way. It will go the way you did not plan. And then you're going to have to rethink the whole strategy based on that. And you're like, okay. And then your personal life might get impact. On my side, <laughs> my it did. Kid. You know, yeah. so I, 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 I was separated from my companion at that time. So I, you know, single mom. And I was like, okay. And that, of course, impacts the business because now, you know, I have to take time full-time care of my son there's no nobody else helping me and so you have to be okay to, to change and, and to modify the direction of your business and you also have to continue to trust that you're doing the good things that will get you there it will not go according to plan it will go up and it will go down they will i mean we've had people promise us amazing things that did not happen and people that we were looking at them like nah and it's not and they actually turned out to be amazing so it changes did sales start for you in france or did you launch in the u.s we started in france okay and that was and that was not our first plan there you go <laughs> we we started in france our first plan was to start in the u.s and we realized we were like people in the u.s were like well this is great you're french brand where are you sold in france and we were like well we're not sold in France. We want to sell in the U.S. And they were like, well, but you're French. And we we're like, yeah, but we want to sell here. And they were like, well, no. And we we're like, oh, and see, and so we realized, well, it makes sense. Let's start with France first. So we started in France. So it changed. The whole thing, the whole plan changed. We started in France, then we went to Italy, then we went to Croatia, and now we're in the U.S. That's great. So you're so busy with your with your business and 
with your son. So what do you do now in terms of fitness and exercise or and wellness to help your business be successful? I I do. I run. I run. And it took me I don't like it. Let's just be real about that. <laughs> and I mean, there's some people that say, I love running. I, I, do. I mean, most I love of us it. were like, <laughs> yeah. there we go. And we're like, the other 80% of us are like, really? Do you really like running? Anyway, that that's me. I'm like, I'm still not in love with running, but it feels so great. It yes. feels, and I need it. So what happens in my day-to-day life is I'll drop off my, my son, you know, I wake up at 6.30, I'll drop off my son at, at 8 o'clock at school, I'll go back, and before I go to the office and I work, I'm running. I'm taking the time. I, I'm wearing my sports clothes. You know, I'm not just showing up at school wearing sports clothes and not actually going to, to the gym afterwards. I'm actually going to the gym afterwards. And I take those 40 minutes. I run. I usually usually listen to a podcast. Yeah. There you go. Marnie on the move. I'll awesome. listen to that. Uh, and um, I listen and it inspires me to hear other people's story while I'm running. If it was a hard day yesterday or if I know that I have something coming up, that's going to be complicated. I usually sweat more at that time. I have to say, I just, I, I make it, I make it harder for me. I, I, I just want to, for one 40 minutes, forget about everything. Right. That's like get really out of my your moment. head. Yeah. And, and running is pretty much the only thing that helps me do that. I've tried other sports and other exercise that, you know, it, running is easy. You can do it everywhere. You can do it while you're on the move. I, I, I do it when I travel for business. I take my running shoes with me. I mean, most hotels, they have those running places where you could do it. Or you could do it outside. So it's it's a sport that you can take along with you everywhere you go. And it's easy. It takes 30 minutes every day. You get out there. You run. You're done. You feel good. Yeah. Are there any parallels in your mind between running and business? Like something maybe you take from running that you apply to your business and vice versa. Yeah, it's get up in the morning. I don't want to work. I don't want to run. I do it. Right. <laughs> like pretty much. You just do you it. Have, <laughs> you do it. And then you feel good about it. And it's pretty much this, this two same thing, at least for me. Like I said, you love it. Great. <laughs> it's sometimes in the morning, I don't want to do it. And I'm like tired about it. Oh, but no, I didn't it, say I wanted it to feels, do it. <laughs> yeah. I do it love it. Good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it, it, feel, it feels good. Uh, you're proud of yourself at yeah. the end. And, and business is also that. So, uh, there's days, you know, even if I, I, I love what I'm doing, but there's days that are harder than others. And those days I really have to kick myself and be like, okay, y- you're going to do it. You can't just stay on your couch and do nothing because that's also a trouble when you're an entrepreneur and you work for yourself. There's easy time where sometimes you're just like, ah, oh, I'm not going to do it today. Because nobody is forcing, I mean, nobody's forcing you, you to, to do it. Yourself. Yeah. yeah, you have to force yourself and get out there and, and do it and, and, and make some yourself rules and, and take time. And at the end of the day, you're like, okay, I've achieved everything I had to do on this list. Or maybe not, but that's okay. I have tomorrow. And that's how I go with running. It's like, okay, get it, do it. And you'll be done and be happy. Did you get a chance to run while you were here in New York? Uh, this time, I did not. I only stayed a day and a half, though. Wow. But I did, I did do it uh, last time. So 50, 50-50. 50-50. <laughs> That's good. That's good. So, and you, are, you live in Nevada, right? Yes. Where do you... I get, to run, yeah. I get to run in Nevada, except in the summer. It's hot. It's really hot, yeah. Do you ever do any races or anything, or you just run, like you're, you're running more on the treadmill? 
Yeah, I'm running more on the treadmill. Uh, I guess I'm still scared to go outside all by myself. Like, I don't mind running when I have someone else with me. Mm -hmm. I'm still a bit of like, I don't feel comfortable running all by myself. Okay, Um, fair enough. Yeah, I do it on the treadmill. I I will have to say, at one point, I I would like to do maybe a half marathon and then do a full. It just, there's some goals in life, some things that, I have on my bucket list and that's definitely one of them. My dad was a big runner and he's super proud of me. He's like, yes, you're finally doing it. And I'm like, okay, come on, dad. I'm just doing 30 minutes. It's not like, it's not amazing, but he's like, no, but this is great. Does your family still live in, oh, in the South of France? Yes. My, fa- my family's still in the South of France and far away from them. Yeah. And what I'm about your, myself. And your son, how old is he? He's seven now. He's a big boy. <laughs> what about your wellness routines? Like, for, I was vegan for like a month, and yeah. I was like, now I really can't do that. I was gluten-free for another month, and I was like, oh, I miss my good bread. You know, I'm yeah, French. Come French. on. I'm like, I yeah. like my good bread, and I can't really do that. I like the pasta. So I think I've tried everything. For me now, it's more of a balance of, I have to say, I'll, I'll, when I'm home, I eat pretty good. I try to eat natural, healthy food, no sugar. I'm a really, if there's something I, I take off of my diet, mostly is sugar. I'll yeah. try. I mean, there and there, I'm not going to, I get some ice cream. Yesterday I had a stir fry ice cream. I was like, I need ice cream. Um, but I'll, I'll try to take it off. I'll take time to actually look. See, that's where, when you become a mom, I don't know, there's something. But yeah. And now you I look at the ingredients, <laughs> ingredients, right? Yeah. And I'm like, wait a minute, you're adding 30 gram of sugar to this drink this is not really so i'm like no no i'm not gonna drink this i'm gonna try to go i'd rather have a glass of wine (laughs) yeah 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 of course right (laughs) for that might as well have the glass of wine so i'm french i we food is part of the the whole french lifestyle so you can't really take it away from me i'm a bread lover i'm a cheese lover i'm a wine lover i i love things like that and i know that you know at one point my body is not going to be used to be able to like eliminate the same way it used to when I was younger. So right. that's where also I picked up the running because I want to be able to continue doing that and be able to just enjoy life because I mean, enjoying life is, is enjoying food is enjoying, uh, you know, things like that. So for me, it's important. So you have to just be balanced. Yeah. And it sounds like you're enjoying your business and your venture with Mademoiselle Provence. Yeah, but like I said, it was not always the case. I mean, we we last year we went through it. It was a hard year. It was last year was a hard year where we both were like, "Is this going to happen? Is this going to work?" Like like I said, it went through the separation. My my associate was pregnant of twins, so you're putting a single mom, a mom who's pregnant of twins, you're putting them in the same room, and we're like, "Is this really happening?" Like we're we have everything that's not that's against us at this right. point we're, we we have nothing for us where what are we doing and well we went through it there were ways we had you know it's it's hard we were, we didn't have money we were putting our own money in there we were just like wow wow this is this this is not working we're, this is going nowhere and then there was a little light we followed it and bam <laughs> this, we, we you have to trust yourself because it will be hard. You will there be will challenged. Be time, you will be, oh yeah. And a lot of the times where you will be challenged and you're like, I'm, this is a dead road. There's nothing there. Yeah. And suddenly because you're persistent and you keep 
doing and you keep working and you keep trusting good things will happen they say that that if you if you feel like you're going through hell well continue well that's that's <laughs> pretty much it like you have to continue <laughs> that's, that's awesome did. that's awesome so now how many stores are you in so right now, uh, I, I can't say the count of stores. I could tell you the number of countries. Okay. Now, Mademoiselle Provence is in six different countries. Okay. Uh, so we have uh, France, Italy, Croatia, Canada, South Korea, and the U.S. That's great. Um, yeah. So so we're very ex- excited. We're we're expanding every day. We get more and more meetings. We get more and more storefronts. Uh, we are on on Amazon. Amazon is getting more and more reviews. We're getting more and more sales. We're finally at a point, you know, where we're doing our first fundraising round. We're going to finalize it soon. Where we were last year, where we were in our little rooms and looking at each other like, oh, girl, if we, if we get out of here, <laughs> we need to write a book about this. Yeah, totally. because this is, well, you know what? We might end up writing a book because we're finally getting out of it. <laughs> so I mean, it's really inspiring. there. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's inspiring. I mean, I, I, that's why I do, like, I love talking to founders and entrepreneurs because, and I do really think that most of the people I speak to have some kind of like athleticism in them or they're just really major risk takers because I don't, you know, because it takes a lot. It takes a lot of strength. It takes a lot of courage. It takes a lot of like ambition and determination and not giving up totally. Yes. Yeah, so. absolutely. It, it takes a lot. It will suck up all the energy you, add, you have out of your body and it will throw things at you when you're on the ground and you're like, I'm already on the ground. Like, <laughs> can't like, and you're still digging and, but at one point, you know, you have to dig to, p- to put the plant, the seed, and then you grow up. That's yep. how it happens. I love it. So where can people buy your products now? And Is it D2C also on your website? or? Yeah, on our okay. website, of course, mademoisellesprovence.com. But uh, on Amazon, I mean, uh, okay. everybody now yeah, goes through Amazon. Amazon. Uh, yeah. So Prime on Amazon, it's pretty easy. If you, if you want to help a little business, because when we were still small, putting a review is amazing <laughs> so that that's that that helps a lot <laughs> i completely understand reviews really make a difference on apple too so when we yeah. like when people listen to the podcast i always say you know please leave a review but people it's not like natural for people to do that i think it's more natural no. for people to, it's it's really not like no, it's natural for people to complain. Yes, totally. <laughs> and we French people are big complainers. Don't get me wrong. Like I'm like, I don't like this. This is blah 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 blah, blah. and from very in a very French way where, you, well, usually American will be like, so French. And I don't like, know. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. I feel like I live here and we all complain too. But yeah, yeah. No, you're. I, no, maybe, no. maybe. Take it from a French girl. American people are very positive. At okay, least wow. <laughs> most of them. Most of you guys are very positive. French people are like, oh, I don't like the way. I don't like this. I don't like that. Let's let's stop working. Let's let's stop working. Let's do a strike. That's yeah. That's well, how often do you go home? Do you go back to visit your family? I'm um, just so jealous right now. <laughs> You're from France. Uh, yeah. Oh, well, don't be. Don't be. I mean, it's. I have to go home. I'll be in trouble with my parents. Right. Yep. I go back home uh, during the summer usually, and I, that's where I stay one month. That's the lucky nice. part, okay? So yeah. I have my company is based in France. So when I go home, I take my son with me, and we stay a full month in France, and we get to really enjoy and go back to like just, oh, let's go to the boulangerie, you know, the bakery downstairs and ba- get a baguette. There we yeah. go. Uh, so 
I get back to all those little things that I love. Uh, but I'll do I'll go back to France like two to three times a year. Um, business trip sometimes, leisure trip sometimes. I try to mix both so like that I could I could get the best you know both both worlds. Yeah. Um, yeah. So th- two three times a year. Awesome. Are you doing any trade shows or any of these like the indie beauty expo or anything? Yeah, like that? we yeah. we did indie beauty. Last year, during our a scary year, we did in the oh, beauty. Yeah. We actually we we missed the plane. Then we had to book another plane. Then we we arrived. The show has already started. We were building our a booth while people were starting to get in because we were late. I mean, we've had it all. If you say something out of the book of did you have that, we were like, yeah, we've had that one. So. Yes, we did Indie Beauty, we did Cosmoprof, and we did ECRM. We're doing ECRM, um, a very businessy trade show in May. Awesome. Well, it sounds like I'm very excited for you and for thank the you. growth of Mademoiselle Provence. Well, thank you so much. This has been terrific. Thank you. That was so good to talk to you. Thank, thank you so much. Thanks again for tuning in to Marnie on the Move. If you like what you hear, leave us a five-star review in Apple Podcasts. Follow us on social at Marnie on the Move for Facebook and Instagram and Marnie Salop on Twitter. Head over to our website, MarnieOnTheMove.com for more info on this episode, links in the show notes, and of course, sign up for our quarterly newsletter, The Download, to get updates, deals, giveaways, and information on future events for 2019. I want to hear from you. Email me, marnieonthemove1 at gmail.com and let me know what you're enjoying, what you want to hear more of. If you have questions for our guests, just reach out 